We'll just. Welcome to the weasel. Welcome to the weasel. Whip out your dicks and shove them in your ass. Welcome to the weasel with Mike and Jonah. All righty then. Yeah. So, one. Welcome to the weasel, Sergey. Um, Thank you. You you were just saying that uh, it, you're kind of excited to kind of just be a guest for a change because because you, you do your own podcast as well. Um, yeah. And we've never done a three way split like this, uh, like all all remote. So, I anticipate heavy technical difficulties at some point through this, but we will <laughs> drink through it my friend um okay uh it, it was, was it how do you want to start it off Megan? i don't know because usually we just start off talking you know i usually will click or jonah will click record in the middle of a conversation and we just pick it up from the middle of that um but i guess uh no i, I suppose we just start now so thank you sergey for uh for joining us today we really appreciate it um you've got your own podcast called sergey's podcast on youtube and um interesting very interesting topics and stuff i, I really enjoy your content um tell us a little bit about yourself and and what made you get into podcasting uh well first of all thank you i appreciate it <clears throat> it uh it certainly seems like you know like I don't know what's going on whenever I do a podcast recorded and I post it. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to be received. So good to hear. Thank you. Appreciate the words. Um, and about me, I guess in relation to podcasts, since that's kind of where the conversation is, um, I've always enjoyed them. Probably started listening back in like 2015, 2016. Uh, hard to remember when really. Uh, and I've kind of always loved the, uh, the weird, like, effect that you get whenever you listen to a podcast and you're a continuous listener that you're kind of sitting in the room it's like uh, i feel like with a lot of my podcasts that i watch i could easily sit down and be part of that conversation uh which i guess probably why people enjoy podcasts in the first place uh, i've always wanted to be inviting into one uh, invited to one this is actually my first time being on someone else's podcast so uh um and wow, no one's doing it so i was like well, i might as well just start honored, my own <laughs> absolutely oh, honored, eh? sorry so, dude. this yeah. is this is this is where it's gonna get real fucking shit because i don't know when to shut up um no no it's uh <laughs> fuck dude no never mind sorry dude fucking lost it um <laughs> john dude you go ahead bro because i you, wanted to you, ask yeah <laughs> mike and mike and did uh and mike and did engage in some garage activities before and uh I kind of like the, the, we we'll probably have to use the finger system for like when you, yeah. when you have something to say, uh, yeah, yeah. your camera totally cut off for me, Mike, and because I don't know, you're in uh, so yeah. shit. Did he cut oh, off for sweet. you too? When, uh, right at that point when you were saying that there's probably going to be technical difficulties, his camera shut off. Okay. Well then <laughs> he'll just be a ghost person. Then we can't see him when he wants to interject. Uh, but my first question for you, dude, uh, what, what made you want to start your own podcast exactly? Um, I thought I'd be good at it and I thought that it was scary. Mm. Like it's a uh, very scary to just record yourself, like create this content 
this permanent thing and just post it, you know, on the World Wide Web, which is like the public consciousness of the world, and just putting it out there. Um, and I, I guess I'm a very like sensitive person to like, and not, you know, to try to be socially accommodating for people. Mm -hmm. And, and when, whenever you do something like this, you're talking off the fly, you know, off the cuff. And so you're subject to, uh, being liable for everything that you're saying. So you need to tune yourself, I think, towards truth and honesty. Uh, instead of trying to putting up this facade or a mask or pretend who you are, um, in that way, you know, you can't make a mistake because even if you say something that's, you know, rude, offensive or whatever, it's what you thought. And mm -hmm. it's much better than creating like a bit or a scene out of it and try to act and be a certain way. And that's a challenge for me, I think, to do that in my real life. Uh, and uh, podcast is a tool, I think, that is helping tune myself, I think, to be like a better, more honest, truthful person, because I think it's a good skill to have. And, you know, it's not something that most people probably think about. <laughs> You're like, mm -hmm. oh, how do I act? You know, but something it's something that I'm sensitive uh, like that, where I like try to chameleon too much and be too, too accommodating sometimes. And I thought the podcast is going to be really good to be able to work that part of myself. And in addition to uh, I want to just talk about interesting things with interesting people, right? And it's hard to, in my personal life, to get that accomplished because I work remotely. You know, I hang out with my, my wife and my kids most of the time. So it's hard to mm -hmm. set aside a couple hours. And a podcast lets you do that. It creates an environment of space where it's inviting for anyone, whoever, your, your buddy, someone you might not know, and you know you're there for a mutual purpose. And that's just to have a conversation for the next couple hours uninterrupted, uh, so I just thought that idea sounded pretty sweet, you know, and that's, I think, kind of the genesis of that whole thing. Yeah, we, we similar, similar idea. I like that you said that, that it was scary because I think it was also scary to us, but we had each other, right? So like mm -hmm. we, we had each other to like kind of, uh, I don't know, fucking push the other one to to like no all right, all right dude we're gonna record and then we recorded and we were like how, like we talk great all the time we're so funny and then that first <laughs> recording you listen to and you just realize how fucking not funny you are and then how dumb you fucking sound and you thought this would sound good and then now it blew up in your face um but but i think you're right uh about the because like at, at this point now we've done I think I think we're at like a hundred episodes maybe between the, the weasel. Episodes. Oh yeah, and the brooch, wow. yeah. Oh, on, but um, between 20, the twenty odd brooch, between the yeah. brooch. Mm. Yeah, um, and at this point, we're just kind of like, we can't worry. Like we've we've said so much shit. We've gotten hammered. We've you know uh, talked a lot of shit to the point now where it's like, we can't be worried about what we said particularly. So mm -hmm. it's just all off the cusp, all honest all the time. Um, it's really, and, and there um, is something, there's something freeing to that. It's really become like a, uh, a social justice warriors wet dream in that respect that they could pick probably like <laughs> a 15 minute chunk of any one of our episodes throughout the time we've been doing it. And it's just, <laughs> there it is that you're done business over bank account drained 
finished finito yeah that's it <laughs> it really is you know um but it's some there's a beauty in that as well i think that we've just kind of blossomed and because because our shit talk has changed as well um since we started too it's, it's become more refined even uh things roll off the tongue a little bit easier at least i've found anyway um but you know mm-hmm. uh how is it you uh you pick your um how is it you pick your uh, uh, guests? Do you have a vetting system for your guests? Because it's something that me and Jonah have talked about at length. Um, I I started this podcast with just the intention of just going, just pressing that button and going. So I actually haven't had time because I haven't been doing it for very long. It's been just like a, maybe a few months. Um, I just literally looked like a list of folks and I just messaged them, uh, like, you know, just, I opened up my like chats, my, my messenger chats. I'm like, who I've been talking to lately. It's like, Oh, this guy, I could talk to him, talk to him. And I just sent him, I was like, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. It's going to be pretty soon. Like if, when I get it going, would you like to have a conversation? And so I've scheduled so many of those so that's kept me going. And now I'm on the second phase of like, uh, now I actually have to think about what you just said. Right. Whereas before I didn't have this problem. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, uh, I think this will start happening to you. The more, the more, like whenever people find out you have a podcast, more and more people, people that you don't think will be good on your podcast will insist on wanting to be on your podcast and, you, and you'll have to kind of deflect or be like, Oh, I mean, I, I take a kind of a direct approach and I just go, no, get fucked (laughs) but like it 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 definitely comes up uh pretty pretty frequently now people are like oh can i be a guest and i'm like i'm I'm like your odds are better if you don't ask like Mm -hmm. like let me ask you kind of thing but um but i don't know that feels kind of like elitist of me to even say (laughs) um yeah all 64 but ultimately like spotify are like really backing you up on that I, one dude <laughs> yeah but like i mean like it is your baby in a way right like mm-hmm. this is like your thought uh creativity ex- experiment that you're that you're trying to do and you want and you want to bring on people that that you like resonate with and and you think will will produce um you know like interesting insider conversation um i mean Maybe I'm a little too protective of the podcast in a way. Um, I think no. I think I think the idea of just letting it rip is is probably good as well because you're gonna have a lot of good conversations that you didn't expect to have, but you're probably also gonna have a lot of fucking shitty conversations that you invested <laughs> a lot of time and energy and editing into. Yeah, uh, yeah no, agreed. Um, I think that. Um, now that I have this experience, I've probably done like 20 plus, maybe just mm. in a very short burst. Right. Mm. Um, I, was, I was doing like, you know, like three or four a week or something like that at one point. Cause I just, I just scheduled everyone and I didn't realize like, you know, how everything would stack. And eventually like I looked at my calendar, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was like, I went this morning and tonight. I was like, I didn't even think about that. I just said yes to whatever, uh, people said, but now that I have this experience, um, I, I definitely a lot more cognizant and more aware and have this like element of like, if I take this person, run them through the similarity in my head of how I think the conversation will go, it definitely affects me to be able, you know, like sometimes I'm like, Oh no, actually I might have wanted to invite this person before, but now 
I just don't think that it would really. And now you have to have an awkward you're, you're conversation. You are responsible. Yeah, it's your it's your content. You know, you're putting in the work. To, you're, you own the thing. It's like this entity that you're driving, you're editing in, you have all the technical stuff, right? So uh, I think you do have that right. I think it's uh, it's a right and a responsibility, I think. Because if you just let whoever on all the time, your shit gets tainted, right? You're not yeah. taking control. You're just letting it run wild. Well, yeah, you're yeah, not just going to hand your baby to any one commoner off the street, but you're still going to teach that baby to you know, BMX bike down hills, you know? Sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't know if you can see me. This can you is... see me still? <laughs> no. 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 Nice. No, 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 that's all <laughs> no, good. Dude. I'll just, um, what I'll do is I'll just in interrupt every once in a while when I have something funny to say. <laughs> Perfect. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just dude. Kidding. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you should. Uh, I think I think this is all just one big fucking uh, co like compliment dick suck to, to you, Sergey, and that. And that uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I honestly didn't don't really know you super well um i know that, that you were in the marines and i know that you're really uh good friends with david who also i i just know through shane essentially and, and about i really like david um and then i know that you started a podcast and we just got chatty about that and and just something of something about our like our conversations i was like this dude's got it. Like, like whatever it is, like this dude has the, the intellect or the, the listening ability. Um, I listened to it, to a bit of your, your podcast today, just to try to get a feel for how you typically go. Um, and, and I really enjoyed the, the way that, you, the way that you listen, uh, to your guest and, and really critically think about feedback. So I was really excited to have you on, um, in more ways than one. But because you're so fucking smart, I have another question that uh, me, me and me and Mike and transparency brainstormed a list of questions for you before the podcast. Uh, so we both have like, I don't know, like 10. I, we probably won't get to them all. <laughs> but OK, uh, one one that we that we collectively came up with is uh, because you're such a fucking smarty pants. Uh, is time travel possible? Oh, good Lord. Okay. First of all, can I um, interject something? I would like to just inject my own thoughts, like pre, you know, pre question. question. Yeah, go ahead. It's fun to, you know, talk about intellect, but uh, do you remember the first time we like hung out, like in a group setting? You and I? Um, I believe it was uh, in North Carolina. Yeah, I believe it was probably um, a shindig at um, friend of the show, Shane's home uh if if i'm not mistaken and uh at this shindig i was probably drinking and at a time in my life where i gave less fucks than i give now so whatever you're about to say i deserve it <laughs> uh it might have been at shane's house for the first time but i just remember the first like significant time it was with shane and we went we were at some apartment in wilmington do you remember that when we played card games? Uh, no. Was it like my girlfriend's apartment at the time? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. No, I, I, I don't remember that at all, dude. That's fine. I think you were very, very drunk. Uh, but uh, so was I. And we were playing a game. And I can't remember the game. But um, one of the main you know, things in a game 
uh, in a like especially when you're drinking, a drinking game rather, right? Playing cards, you got to keep score. You got to know what's going on, whose turn it is, and that often gets lost. And uh, I don't think you ever once let a round slip by without knowing everyone's scores, where we're at, and who's next. So I was very <laughs> impressed with that. I was like, you know, because that that speaks that that is a symptom of an underlining structure of of uh Possible cognitive ability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or yeah or just or just dickhead competitiveness and i was like no no no, no. the integrity of the game god damn it we're gonna get this fucking score right and i'm gonna win <laughs> more well, importantly that might have been the fuel right that uh it's like that um the signal that's sent that activates your reservoir of intellect that you keep in mm. storage. <laughs> mm. You're like, oh, I got to get competitive right now. I can't lose. And then she goes. But anyways, the, the point was, um, like, I wasn't surprised to find out that you like everything really organized on your desk and stuff like that. Like, that makes sense because you have this natural ability to take a system, run it through a process, and then the data gets stored really well so where you can extract it. And so having things organized is probably really important to you because mm. you're like, this, it's much easier. You're, you're creating that connection, the pathway between a visual signal and your brain to be able to be like, I know where everything is. I know what's going on and you can run more efficiently. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I am uh, super organized. Uh, I wish, uh, I wish you could see my desk right now. My desk is like only necessities are on my desk at all times and if anything else is on my desk uh it stresses me out meanwhile mikan's desk looks like a fucking bomb went off dude spilling red wine and he has he has so many fucking knickknacks i got knickknacks but how good does mikan feel all the time how do you do you feel good just being like i don't give a fuck about any of this dude i feel oh, yeah. so good all the time it's fucking retarded <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like it's stupid yeah. how good i feel all the time <laughs> ignorance yes bliss absolutely um no i, I see i i look at my desk and i want to go for like the most free flowing creativity inducing vibe that I can get. See, Jonah doesn't even believe in vibes, so his vibe has to be very structured to mask the fact that there is, in fact, a vibe. Whereas I embrace the vibe <laughs> and hang things like little, like kindergarten play mats on the wall to stop the sound from bouncing off too much. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a, it's a vibe. So, um, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think you're right. I think Jonah does have an underlying intellect. He's got this like it's like a mega structure that's under the moon. You know. It's like that inside his brain, and it's like super smart. Fucking probably could like take over a gov a small government if you wanted to, um, but it's just unrealized. <laughs> small yeah. one, yeah. And then move up from there. Uh, I yeah. I agree, dude. You know, uh, we're gonna turn this dick sucking on Jonah now. Yeah, dude, yeah, we're sucking dude. your dick, bro. How does it feel? <laughs> you're on, you're on the spotlight. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, no. Um, you know, I feel like most people deflect in this kind of situation where they're like, you know, uh, people are calling you smart. Um, but I'm just going to double down and say, I fucking know it. I'm I'm a super <laughs> smart guy. God damn it. And uh, the world's my oyster waiting for me to fuck it. You know, I'm ripping apart oysters and doing whatever the fuck I want with my organized ass routine. I got to-do lists and I'm checking shit off. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And... Um 
does fucking time travel exist, Sergey? Yeah, that's that my. That's really funny. We're kind of synced up here because that um was a transition back to time travel. Um, does time travel exist? Okay, so I can really only answer this question in two different ways, uh, in two different parameters, rather. Parameter one, assuming what we know about you know Einstein's general relativity and quantum mechanics, right? That's really all I can guess it in. And number two, if there's something beyond that structure that we just don't know that could overturn some of the stuff. But I guess time travel, uh, first we probably have to agree on what is time. Mm. That's probably the first thing. Cause if I talk about time travel and you think that's something different than I think, I guess, do you, do you guys have an idea of how you define time? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's, let's establish it as like, we understand that you know, there's small amounts of time travel just in the, you know, the space of time it takes for light to travel to such and such. And, and like um, the different uh, uh, speeds based off gravity, you know, and stuff like that. That's understood. Um, but I think the time travel that fucking Jonah wants to know about maybe the most is, is there a way that someday we can go back in time and tell our younger selves not to do stupid shit or to double down on the stupid shit that we are doing that kind of time travel yeah you're talking about like a human mm. at least a human body yeah <laughs> right uh, yeah. maybe just a finger i would have gone back and, and told a finger yeah just a finger <laughs> okay. yeah, i don't know <laughs> sorry the lag's really yeah okay yeah i'm not uh, trying yeah, to Sergei. interrupt you <laughs> oh no 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 um but yeah, you're talking about human, I guess, like time is like a malleable thing. It always changes, like you're saying, Micah, mm. like it depends on, um, you know, how fast an object's going is relevant to how much time it's experiencing. So mm. that's a weird thing for me to even think about. Um, time. Um, I honestly have no idea. I don't know. I don't know if you can. I know that you can simulate uh, going forward in time, mm -hmm. right? So if you were uh, on Earth and then Joan was like, hey, I, I just want to let, you know, things kind of go by on Earth so I can experience some great greater future. Today kind of sucks ass. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of shit going on. She's going to go in space and travel around the Earth at the speed of light or close to the speed of light, you know, you do that for like, I mean, like 10 minutes, 20, maybe you stay up there for a year. You come back like hundreds of years later, thousands of years later. Mm. So for you, you know, much less time has gone by than for the rest of the earth. So technically that's time travel, but I don't know of a way to do it backwards. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, I was gonna and figures. then you can just be like, I don't like this shit either, and just hop back up. And the thing is, you can only go forward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would you do that? Would you, here's a question. You know, back. Would you guys, uh, if you had, doesn't have to be now. Now you're enjoying your time. You're, you're having, you know, you got a podcast. You can't. There's no reason to, you know, teleport out of this reality. But maybe later on, when you're older, would you hop up there and go in that spaceship? And if so, how many years in the future? Mm. And would you do some jumps? Mm, I think so. I, I think I would, uh, you know, I mean, just like, I don't know, uh, probably like post, uh, you know, collapse of America kind of shit where like, 
um, I had to use my survival skills and like go into the mountains, like, you know, after the, you know, uh, capitalism collapses, the Chinese invade, um, we're all into hiding. Like my, like my kids and family are dead. Yeah. I'd go in, I'd, I'd just, I'd just jump, go in space and jump forward a bit. Uh, but if you had one jump and you're like, you can only do it once cause you're fucking got into this machine and it's a one-time fucking use and you want to land somewhere where the Chinese aren't still in control. You're like, maybe you go a hundred, 200. Do you think we get our country back? <laughs> no, no, this, this shit's on its way out, dude. Um, I think, I think, I think they're going to fuck it up just the same as we fucked it up. So, uh, you know, I, but like, I know, I mean, they're, they're kind of disciplined youth. They're good at math and shit. So I'd, I'd give them like 300 years before their civilization collapses and you're no longer like subject to being a slave on earth. Correct. Three, dude, that's conservative. I think that I would be going for like, it, it, say you go for 50 grand, right? You take 50,000 years, <laughs> you know, it, assuming <laughs> I'm just saying like, say Sorry. everyone died. Uh, or at least civilization collapsed a few times. Like, uh, at least, like, you're not going to be born into this mega surveillance. Like, I think I would rather go 50,000 years in the future and live like a caveman than live in a communist China. Mm. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that nah, 100%. Nah, not me. I still want to recognize some shit. I still want to... <laughs> well I still want to like you jump back three hundred years from now, and like I go, to, I, like I go to New York, and I see the Statue of Liberty, just has mm. like a Fu Manchu <laughs> now, <laughs> like they kept it, but they kind of modified it a bit. Mm. <laughs> dude, three hundred. I, I don't know, Mike. And what about you, dude? So I go, I'm going like fifty thousand. Yeah, I'm going three hundred. What are you going? Uh, the reason I coughed is because uh, when you said the fifty thousand, it caught me off guard, and I inhaled a little bit of my own snot, which sent me down this <laughs> mental rabbit hole of what the Earth would look like in fifty thousand years. Um, and it's mind-boggling. I'll tell you, I went on this journey. I'll take you on this journey with me, right? So I imagine if you were to do it, right, you would still have some sense. Like if we have fat speed of light technology, yeah, then we have the technology to give you a little view thing a little viewer so you can see what's happening on the planet at the time right as you're traveling around it you can see like the shift and it probably looked retarded because you know it's like merging together and like it looked like a fucking i don't know what like a, a monet painting you know beautiful pretty hard to understand mm -hmm. you, you know um and so but i imagine like you would be able to like get like little snapshots of what's going on so you'd be able to see like yeah the chinese are gonna fucking deface the Mona Lisa but you don't need to stop there because you can see it you know what I mean you're still getting to experience it I think um I wonder like maybe 50,000 years yeah go ahead yeah. why are we just assuming that the Chinese want to deface all art and culture <laughs> you brought it up dude not me i, I think uh, not bring that up that's, you, i think that's historically accurate i think uh, that's just what they didn't do they literally destroy their own history yeah yeah a lot of it's you got know, snuck away to taiwan yeah yeah um when they're they like hey we don't Chinese even like revolution. our own history yeah well they had you to get rid of all like religion the didn't they? <laughs> they yeah yeah they had to get rid of everything hey so yeah of course they'd get rid of the statue of liberty they'd make it so it never existed that's the that's their whole thing is it never right, existed fair. only fair. no they would probably melt it down and make like fucking you know porta potties out of it oh yeah they would do it 
That's a great idea. You think they actually. wouldn't? Fucking, fucking they got a lot of money. Insult to injury, dude. They'd they make, make little shit Chinese out of our, out of our little symbol Chinese of freedom. Stars, dude. Little communist Chinese. And it's stars, gonna, dude. you know, what it's gonna say on it, bro? On every fucking piece of that porta potty, made yeah. in China. Fuck off. Yeah, oh, you're no. totally right. Okay, okay, Mike. And how, how many years, dude? Oh, so I reckon I'd, I'd probably go past Sergey's fifty thousand, because I really want to see. Yeah. I really want to see nice. what happens like even further, you know, cause if I'm already going like, you know, there, like I'm not going to stop yeah. I'm, I'm just going to keep going. Cause by the time you get to 50,000 years, nobody's going to recognize you anyway. So you might just get, you know, rounded up as a witch or some weird, you know, some demon thing that they've never seen before and get killed anyway. So I want to go to like maybe 200,000 mm -hmm. years, maybe 500,000 years. And then I want to, I want to zip, through that and i want to pass through like when the, the sun dies i want to see it collapse wow. you know what i mean and see what happens to the earth during that time as well and then i guess once wow. that happens i won't have anything to spin around in the speed of light so i'll just zoom zoom off into the, i don't know maybe another star dude i guess maybe that's when um that's when you that's when it all just like the sun explodes well, and then it starts coming back again. And then that's how you travel backward in time, dude. And, and you can just land actually, right back. That's actually what I wanted to ask Sergey about because there's the theory that because the if the universe has an edge, right, if you were able to travel fast enough to go to one side of it and then come around back through the other side of it, right, would you not then come out to, like, the beginning of... Right? Can you go all the way around and zip back through the other side of time? Um, it was this... So I think that uh, yeah. the universe is not in a uh, like a three-dimensional uh, space like we imagine where like this mic is, right? I can move, I can move around wherever in mm -hmm. three dimensions of space. I think that, oh, hey, your camera's back on. But uh, not for me. <laughs> for fifty percent of us. Um, uh, well, sorry. What, what was I saying? Uh, you, you were explaining um, if you can go off the edge of the universe and come back around the other side. <laughs> I want to add yeah. to that. I want to add to. Uh, we, we act like he's a fucking like scientist. We're just we're just the only just the only smart guy we know. We're like Sergey. You're smart. Let me ask you about the edge of the universe, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah no he's 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 actually giving it thought which is what i like about him mm. um i want to add to that the 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 theory of like the universe is ever expanding since the big bang if you accept that that's how the universe was created or it was god whatever uh but i'm i'm going off the big bang theory and uh so it's always expanding which also means that it has to be expanding but slowing down and at some point, it's going to contract. Hmm. And then at that point, when it starts contracting, can you go backward in time? What you just described is basically the big crunch, which is actually a yeah. theory. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then it just, so basically, it, it goes, explodes, comes back in, explodes again. And, and that's just what time is, is a direction of this mass that's moving this universe coming out 
times going forward if it goes back that'd be that'd be annoying <laughs> you have to live your life backwards <laughs> you'd be like, <laughs> you're right you know? you're right that'd be kind of annoying um oh, let me let me yeah. follow up that question with it, it, i kind of find myself with this paradox sometimes of like my day-to-day -day matters right like I, I go to work i fucking make sales phone calls i, I make money um, I, you know, I go for a run, I work out, I call my friends, blah, 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 blah. I have a, I have a pretty, pretty fucking good life. But then I start thinking about the fucking ever expanding vastness of the universe. And I go, oh, we don't, f this doesn't matter at all. Like the fact, none of this shit matters. Um, so because I, I, I think that you that you find interest in this category of the universe and the, like the big picture. How do you find meeting in your existence? <laughs> Damn, Jesus dude, Christ. that's perhaps the deepest. Isn't that a fucking <laughs> great question? question? Fuck you yeah. guys, yeah. <laughs> no, that could be the greatest and deepest question of humanity. What would possibly up until today, we don't know enough information to ask a deeper question. That was it. <laughs> you fucking, Cheers, you bro. Have, fucking, Cheers, bro. I drink yeah. to that. Dog. <laughs> you were just digging away, and then all of a sudden your shovel hit fucking diamond, and you're like, clink. You're like, uh-oh. Yeah, I'm like, I got, I got one, boys. Let me reel it in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, can't go further than this. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Sergey. How do you find meaning in your existence? Um, damn, how do I find meaning in my existence? Well, first of all, I think we have to acknowledge that our entire experience is, um, a bunch of brain synapses and a bunch of folds and compartments of your brain that come together and structure meaning. They sow meaning into everything that you experience. Um, so what that means is that everything has meaning, right? Every single thing to a human is meaningful in some sort of way. Uh, it's probably on some scale of not, not, not like a normal scale of like, but, uh, do you know what a vector is? Uh, I do. I took physics class and I forgot, but I've heard that term before. Yeah. It's ba it basically has like a, um, it, it also has a direction, uh, right? So it's like, like an angle, like, so basically, imagine like a 3D space. A vector can go any direction in a 3D, you know, space. It's not just length and width, and it's an, it's not, it doesn't live on a two-dimensional scale. It's multidimensional, basically. Uh, and so everything that you know that you you know that is in your memory and your processing thing is like attached in this network of meaning, and you you map everything. So. I guess what you're asking me is, in a sense, is what is a, what is at the top of my hierarchy of my neural web of meaning? Um, so this life that I've lived, all the bullshit that I've done has led me to this moment. And at this moment in time, my hierarchy, I would say, uh, I guess being noticed and doing something um like achieving something that's 
you know, that, that's beyond me. That's something really important. I think that's what drives me right now. And I don't know what that something is. I have no idea. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing that I hold to be the highest meaning of life. Um, but I think it's an overall, like, it's not just like one thing. It's not like just my kids, just my wife, because you're all, you're everything, right? So my whole existence, um, I feel like I need to achieve something really important. <laughs> it's, it's It sounds stupid, but mm-hmm. I have this like almost like religious sense of like, uh, that feeds into like when, when I'm playing too many video games, it's like, ah, you should probably like, you know, take a break and go read something, learn something. I always have like this list of things that I need to educate myself on. And it's like kind of compulsive. But I think that's because I want to be a, you know, the ideal version of myself that I could be. Uh, and I know that, and I know that I'm not. Uh, and part of that is like really thinking about the way I interact with my family with my friends. So I, I, I derive a lot of meaning from my relationship to my, to my loved ones. I derive a lot of meaning to my relationship of the way I perform my, you know, my work, my daily duties, the way I take care of myself, like physically, mentally. Um, and I know deep downside, we're all deeply flawed. We're all just sinful. We're all, you know, we've got the same baseline. I don't, you know, Jesus is like, yes, go ahead. Uh, I think I think Mike and I had a question first, but then I I also have a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll take question one. Um, well, it it seems like uh, what you're describing with like the the wanting to create something like usually when people experience this little ping that goes off where they realize this is what I'm gonna do and I'm I'm actually gonna take that leap. A lot of times there's an event that leads up into that. Like what, what was there an event that led you to become more critical of the way you were living your life? Or was there something that happened that just what flipped that switch for you to make you decide that, well, now I've, you know, because not, not everybody always thinks about um, like the hierarchy of, of their meaning in life and stuff. But I think everybody does think about it or most people think about it at least one point, which sets them on that on that path forward is it something you've always thought about or was there some thing that happened um it might have been more of like a a a, like a granularly like compacted thing rather than an individual event Hmm. um i think that i got to you know and this might be an expansion of like listening to podcasts maybe or at least like a, a good catalyst into it. Um, like I saw the way that other people go through life, right? And I, you, know, you read history, you read about the pharaohs, you read about these incredible individuals and you, um, you understand like, so I have like two kids, right? So I raised, you know, two humans. You understand that all of us start being a little baby and we just like, you know, wake up and do some shit and the way that you live your life, all of the decisions that you make end up being what is available to you. Right. Um, we sprinkle in some luck in there to be in the right place, in the right country at the right time. But I mean, like just generally speaking. And so I, you know, I just watching people like, um, Elon Musk, like, uh, Eric Weinstein, like a lot of like these incredible individuals, and I'm like, damn, they've set themselves up so good that, you know, they're able to live at a higher 
state of existence to achieve more stuff. I mean, to do more things. Uh, and if you don't, you kind of get stuck, you know, like with, uh, you know, the majority of people and you don't, cause I think we're all capable of something really deeply meaningful. Like I think, you know, most people have this, uh, capacity to be able to do this. And it's kind of like a blind search, you know, you're searching for the needle in the haystack, which is what you're referring to, like finding the thing that they want to do. And I think that I haven't found that thing. I haven't. So maybe this thing that I have is because I have a void that I'm like searching for. I'm like, mm. you know, sprouting my tentacles and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. But a lot of these things are incredibly fascinating to me and I don't know what to do with them. So all I can do being a human is learn information, <laughs> right? And then try if I, if, you know, whatever's possible, maybe go to a convention, maybe like talk to some other people, but you know, there's not too many options um, of what you can do when you don't know what you should do. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I guess I'm trying to cast my net really wide right now and be like, hopefully <laughs> uh, my path is leading me to interact with this thing that would bring me the most meaning. Um, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I, one, I thought that was a fucking brilliant answer. Um, and I feel like I, I've also had similar, similar thoughts and goals from, for my own life. And a lot of times I think that, that wanting for like something more, like more meaning or like there has to be something bigger, um, going on or like I have to be achieving something or striving for something constantly, um, has made me miserable in my life. And I'm wondering if you've ever had that, that kind of thought or a realization of like, what if, what if you never satisfy that void? What if you never, f whatever, whatever that is, whatever, if you, whatever you define success as, um, can you still, find meaning in your day to day of like it, it, it's like the difference of like ambition to like work towards something and continue your your personal growth and get better versus being content with who you are and your and your day to day and like loving yourself and your situation that that whole fucking struggle i, I i've gone back and forth with uh i don't think there's a real answer I've been listening to a lot more like Buddhist philosophy on on that that just kind of life is suffering and like hey odds are you're never gonna fucking fill that void or you're never gonna achieve you know the greatest height of heights and even if you do it might be empty um so not really a question but I guess have you ever considered that <laughs> <laughs> um I'm going to be very bluntly honest and I, you know, I could, uh, be like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I have, but no, like, you know, you, you preface this podcast with like, let's, you know, don't censor yourself. And I took that in more than just swearing. Um, sure. No, honestly, honestly, I haven't. Uh, I don't think I'm where I need to be because I don't know where I need to be. And I, I'm, I can, I wouldn't say I'm in panic mode. Uh, cause it's not like I'm just sitting there like, like I can't like function or anything like that. I, you know, it's like, 
whenever you th that is almost at the same level as the universe, right? So that's like a parallel. So uh, your the meaning and your relationship to yourself and your conscious experience is very parallelly powerful, just like the thought of the universe and existence and you know, like, oh, fuck, this is all particles and atoms. It doesn't make any sense. Like, what the fuck is this? What is life? Like, why did we get here? Why do we have life? Um, it's kind of the same thing, except for one's in your personal life and one's your, in your existential life. Um, and, I'm, yeah, I'm just not at a, I guess, in a spot where I, you know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't sat down. I haven't been able to maybe slow myself down and mm. to even think about that. I'm like, nope. This is just a thing. So, you know, maybe it would be healthy to to pause a little bit and, and reflect. <laughs> but uh, I'm just, you know, my e-brake doesn't work right now. I'm just fucking rolling down that hill. Pedal to the mm. metal, baby. Let's grind set mindset, baby. Let's go. Let's fucking <laughs> achieve. Let's do better. Yeah, I, I and dude, and I understand that that mentality and th that that is a piece of me as well that i that i can't erase from myself mm. and like i think i think that is why i'm so organized and that's why i have a to-do list and that's why i i want to capture as much knowledge as i can um but i don't think i'm gonna find happiness that way i don't think that's how you find happiness um like i and this, I'm, I'm obviously spitballing here, but I, I just don't think I think I, I think happiness comes from being content with your with yourself and your current state at all times. I think it, like the Elon Musk or the Eric Weinstein's, for example, like are not any happier than you and I are right now. They've just yeah, maybe they've achieved more shit and they have more money and. I don't know, they have the ability to fucking go to Cabo whenever they want. <laughs> but I, I don't think that they're necessarily happier because they've achieved those things, which is what I'm starting to, I think, starting to like re, like change my mindset into I'm, um, what's the fucking word? Uh, I'm like a, not evaluating, processing, uh, max maximizing maybe, I'm I'm trying to maximize my life for happiness, not mm. not achievement. And how I do that, I have no fucking idea, really. Uh, but I feel like it has something to do with just being more more content with who you are at any given time and forgiving yourself for your shortcomings. Um. And, you know, forgiving yourself when you don't fucking check off that final thing from your to-do list or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but that's something that, that's something that, that I struggle with as well. If I, I would say that if you put your meaning hierarchy in such a way that where happiness is the top of the pillar, then, um, then yeah, like uh, a lot of these people that are top of their game. Um, I think they got there because they were using their, you know, all their, whatever components that make up a part, you know, like the happiness and, you know, all, all their, whatever currency they have, they, they've, they had a focal point of achievement, I think. And, uh, before happiness, right. 
it's almost like you can't get to their level of success and by maximizing happiness because you have to sacrifice right uh at a certain point in time you're gonna have to choose like how much happiness do i want to give up is this long term is this going to be like a six month thing where i have to sacrifice and put some work in and then it be able to have more happiness later because you're now able to be in a position where your happiness can be maximized in that environment um or do you want a steady stream of happiness right that's another way <laughs> to where you're like just making the right decisions to where you're still the most happy um so yeah i think those people maximized you know behaviors that are more like risk taking uh you know, just attacking, not going, grinding. You kind of have to do that or else there's just not enough time in the day for you to, um, from, you know, obviously there are people who probably had it a little easier, but life is complicated and there's a lot of different factors and we can talk about it all day, but it's like, unless you put in the work, you, we wouldn't even know you, you know, we might not know your name. And so I guess it depends like what's more important to each individual. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to how do you define oh. success and how do you define happiness? Uh, go ahead, Mike. Well, I was just going to say um, kind of kind of along that same point. Um, uh, I think of it like um, what is the what is the thing that you're trying to achieve? Right. So when you're trying, like, say you're trying to fill the void and where the the um, where your actual um, intentions are right so like if you're trying to fill that void with materialism material things i don't think that void ever gets filled it seems to me like people that fill that void with um wealth or properties or shoes or just trying to amass as many businesses as they can i think they find at, at least later at most of them i don't know i, I can't speak from that perspective really because i i'm not that rich um but um, when your intentions are to say, communicate with people and pass on information, right. Then you, you start to fill that void, right. That, that void is filled by the human interactions. Now, um, obviously you have to grind to be able to do those things, but I think at least in my experience, I've found that, um, as I've, uh, put in more time to do stuff that I enjoy, say the podcast or actually going out and building legitimate interactions with people and actually building relationships and a tribe here and a tribe there. Um, that's, I think that's where obviously I lean into stuff is, and that's where my void and purpose is, is to f fill, meet as many people and build as many community, like, like connections as I can. And, um, and, and that's, that's what I do. Obviously it's, it's different for everybody, but I think you find that you have more time for happiness when the thing that you're doing or the thing that you're grinding for actually brings you um, purpose, right? Some kind of legitimacy to the void that you're trying to fill as opposed to setting yourself a goal. I'm going to make a million dollars by this point or two million dollars by this point. Did did you just bring up the point of uh, it's not the destination, it's the journey? Yeah, one hundred percent, dude. That's that's what it is. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bro. Cheers <laughs> to that, dog. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. I'm wearing a yeah, beanie, dude, bro. You should, you, for, expect, you should work for. <laughs> yeah, dude. You fucking hippie, dude. You should work for Hallmark, you bitch. <laughs> he was just reading that off a chat GPT answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the kind of people that um, have to be worried about chat GPT because they can mimic us easy as. Oh man, do, do you think that they they have the ability? Because like you, you know how like um, like Rogan and like all those you know big podcasters have pretty much the ability to build their own AIs because they have hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of of content recorded that this AI can listen to. Mm. So yeah. Uh, I wonder what's the threshold, dude. Could they build an AI off of the Weasel podcast at this point and yeah. be able to 100%. accurately? You think so? Yeah, easy, dude. One hundred percent. Yeah. Think about you guys had what's you said. Like, let's just let's just say eighty, right? Mm-hmm. Say you have eighty on the dot. Um, how many? You know, two hours each. A hundred and sixty like an, hours of dialogue. Yeah. yeah. That's roundabouts. That's insane. You know, just imagine all the things that you guys have discussed. Like, if you put that into text, could you write a book with it? Oh yeah, easy, easily. Dude, could, uh, it wouldn't I, be that's good. A, that's like actually a question. It I'm gonna, be good. I'm, I'm about to look that up right now. Dude, what would what would the Weasel book? <laughs> what are the chapters of the Weasel book, dude? Uh, it you gotta have at least uh, I don't know, at least the first the first three chapters are cock talk. Yeah. And jizz mentions masturbation and sex stories. Um, roundabouts half. Dude, yeah, no, man. I'm, um, <laughs> roundabouts half. Roundabouts half. <laughs> yeah. Because your average book is only, what, like 100 and some odd hours if you read it through straight. Not even. Not even, right? It's, it's a lot less Not if you even, just read dude. it straight through. Yeah. I think... 60 hours. I think I think they could uh, to, to to Sergey's point uh they could if someone wanted to spend some money to build a fucking AI to listen to every episode that we've recorded and build some kind of uh weasel bot that <laughs> could repeat our uh you could ask it questions <laughs> uh dude you, I could do that right now to you guys 100%. what I was going to say, it's not that um, hard. Yeah. I could train a GPT model on all of your conversations. And I basically fine-tune it. So, like, what, this is what you do. If you want, yeah, you could do this right now. You take um, a GPT model, which you can get through Azure, which is the Microsoft Cloud. So you can go to Azure and be like, hey, I would like a connection to a GPT model, which is responsible for chat GPT. And so you get this connection, and then what you can do is you can take that and open up like an app. You can write Python code and just attach it to all of the transcripts from your documents. And whenever you have a question, like say ask, um, uh, and the prompt could be, by the way, in the background, you say, you are uh, uh, the host of the Weasel podcast. Answer the following question. like the hosts would and then the following question would be the user input so i mean whatever i ask so i could ask and be like hey you know hey how's your day going and then this thing 
goes through all your transcripts and gives an approximate answer of how yes yes i'm mike and go ahead Mike. so so if you did this right <laughs> would it answer as one person meaning would it answer as both me and jonah's per written personalities amalgamated together or would you have to write in um, as you could as you could do Jonah both or as oh you could do like split them up and you could have a yeah you could have a Jonah bot you can have a Mike and bot and you can have a bot that says blend all of the thing into one individual oh you bro, do, yes you can do <laughs> bro dude I would love to have our love child bot <laughs> think of this right imagine if you will we have okay. a podcast where it's Mike and Bot and Jonah Bot are debating topics that we get from users or listeners, right? And then it's being mediated by Weaselbot, which is the amalgamation of both both our written personalities, right? Bro, could you you could do that, the, right? The, that that'd be easy. The, pro the problem with that is that uh, at least I know that I do. I contradict myself fucking constantly doesn't so, matter dude, you're it does gonna win not matter dude no no i won't dude, i'm a dumbass I'm just, dude you're it's gonna fine win. it'll be fine i'm a dumbass mike and bottle lose jonah bot will be able to feel all cool and egoish about it it'll be great and then fucking weasel bot will just That's tell good. both of them to keep going dude it'll be great think about it <laughs> fuck man you're right you're right what That's if good. we could um Oh no! Go ahead, Sergey. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say you could also do the next step up. Is you could get these bots, and you could uh, then have an AI make a uh, an avatar for each of them, and then you can write a script to uh, for them to do a whole podcast episode, and then you can have a voice copier copy your exact voices and inflections and do the actual podcast. That's a thing that they already do. So I listened to a podcast of Lex Friedman and Eric Weinstein, which was completely 100% the transcript and audio was AI generated. And they and it sounded exactly like them. And they were having a conversation about some like non-existent uh, biology topic that they, they had made up. And it was, it was like a good like five minute podcast. <clears throat> That's insane. Whoa. How, how long would it have taken them to write that up? You think like actually set it up and everything? Cause it's only five minutes long. Cause, um, cause it, the video would have been AI generated like as well. each. I... There's no video. It was just an audio. Oh, okay. Okay. But you, you, you could technically do an avatar. I don't know how, that, how long that would take, but say you just did audio. Like just to fuck with your, you know, listeners, you just posted a, a AI only. You don't even tell them. And it's just like a fucking 30 minute Jonah just, just, and Mike and bot talking to each other. Oh, you can technically do that. We would, dude, it would just be a, a, a cum fiasco. I don't know how much you've listened. Yeah. I don't know how much you've listened to our podcast, Sergey, but man, the early days... Uh, and you know, even a lot of the current days are uh, very, very cum based. Dude, <laughs> we we get into cock talk frequently. Yeah, cannot, cannot that's fine. Uh, I've listened to several of your episodes. I don't know if I've listened to any of the older ones. Uh, I think I started listening to the contemporary ones from like maybe like you know starting like whenever I reached out to you about the podcast. Uh, because I was, those I was are like, better. oh. 
Yeah, those okay. are definitely better. Uh, the, 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 dude, the, the old ones are good for their, I don't know, the, like, I, the I should probably go yeah. back and listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Okay. So we're we're coming right up on an hour here. Um, of course, the observant one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I have. <laughs> I have. I have one more question to to finish out the podcast. Or or uh, Mike, and would you like to ask the final question? No, you go. I think I know what question you're going to ask, and I was actually going to ask it too. But you go ahead because it pertains more to your head than mine. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, uh Sergey, first of all, I want to I want to preface this question with I love you. Say it back. Well, thank you. I love you too. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's not how much words, um <clears throat> Where does where does your hairline end? My hairline end? Yeah. Um, uh, pretty, pretty far back. I'm, yeah. I've been balding for a while for a very long, I'm assuming it'll just be gone, uh, eventually. And, uh, that's one of those things that's also scary, right? It's just a weird thing. You're like, huh, that's weird. Now I got a bald spot in the back. Bro. Uh, this is happening. I'm just let, I'm just, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm at that point. I'm, mm. uh, dude, 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 I went bald at like 25. So yeah. and and like I remember the 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 fear and uh, I don't know, dude. I took a lot of pride in in, in the fact that I had hair and um you know like like I like I thought I'd be like, I'd be fucking ugly bald uh, with just all these like insecurities about about my about my hair and then dude eventually I just I just cut it off and my life I was like. I was maybe self-conscious for like a week and then I was fine. And I was like, Oh, actually this is way fucking better. I never have to get a fucking haircut again. And I look fine. Uh, women still want to fuck me. It's crazy. Uh, but one, one man to another, bro, your, your, your time is near. I just, I want, I want to let you know as, as a fellow brethren and we will accept you. (laughs) (laughs) We will accept you. Uh, into the 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 cohort uh, when you're when you're ready. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. On the other side of this, there's a welcoming committee. Yeah, it, it it's 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 kind of like an AA meeting uh, where you have to. Hi, I'm Sergey, and I'm balding. And we go, Hi, Sergey, and then you just look and it's all <laughs> shiny scalps, dude, in the audience. Yeah, uh, I I know it'll 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 get there one day. Uh, and whenever that day comes, dude, it's, it, it is what it is. I'm there for you, dude. Thank you. I'll call you. Please, please do <laughs> as you, as you pick I'll up, give you a call. as you pick up the big razor and you, and yeah. you trim and your hand trembles a little, just yeah, give, just I, give me a call and I'll talk you through it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but first you should try oh, to grow man. it out as long as you possibly can. Go full That's ponytail. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not a fan of really long hair, to be honest. Bro, I grew, dude. I grew mine out. Uh, me and Mike actually started at the same time, like growing our hair out when we got out of the military. 
Uh, and his turned into a luscious fucking Fabio mane of hair. Mm, Mine yeah. turned into like a thinning fucking like I I kept trying to like put it in a man bun and then it would break. So I just had like fuzzy <laughs> poofs on the side of my head. It looks it looks so fucking bad. Uh, but but I was like you know what? I'm just committed to it. And then eventually I went in I went in a barber shop and I was like. And I was like, hey, can you fix this? And they said, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're the professionals here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, all right, cool. Plan B, Mohawk. And then they're like, word. And so they, they gave me like a chocolate Dell Mohawk. And I had that for like a year before I realized that like the top <laughs> of it was thinner than the back of my head so like the back of my head was like way more uh like thick and dark mm-hmm. and then the top of my head was just like thin and like you could see my scalp through it all and uh eventually i came to the realization on my on my own uh not that people didn't notice beforehand but on my own that i was like oh shit i think i think i just got to let it go I just gotta let it go, and then uh, and then you get a tan and you're fine. There's um, you know, there's a a point in time when you're playing poker, you gotta turn in those chips. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, no matter how much you play, sometimes you're just losing and losing, and you're like, okay, you got four dollars left. Buy-in is five. I guess this is it. That's the end of the ride, right? Mm-hmm. You can't can't go back there anymore. So you fucking you hit you hit that point. For yeah, sure. no, I've 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 thought about this moment. I I have thought about it, and uh, it's one of those things where like, uh, I you just got to start not caring. Like I just don't care. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get a haircut. Whatever happens, uh, happens. Not at a point yet where I'm gonna shave. I just don't need to do that. Um, but like I said, I'll, I'll give you a call. Maybe Thanks, one of buddy. these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Honestly. Uh... I'll be expecting your call, uh, and I'll and it, like I'll, whatever I'm doing, whatever I'll drop it, dude. I'll drop okay. it and be like, I gotta be there for my boy right now. This is yeah. this is a hard moment in a in a man's life, uh, but like honestly, one of the one of the best things I think that helped me through that whole time was, uh, fucking, I I, I almost hate to say it because it's almost cliche at this point. But I'm such a Joe Broganite, and and like and like hearing him talk about like his his hair struggles, like really. And he was like, "I ah, just fucking shave it off. It, it's way simpler. It's easier. You fucking you're done. You never get a fucking haircut again in your life." And I was like, oh, "Okay, okay, okay, Joe Rogan. Oh, oh, holy one. I'll do it." And uh, yeah. No. Well, that one has no strings attached. If you go the other route and you're like, actually, I'm going to try to Elon Musk this mm. and have a full head of hair when you were completely balding, then it's, uh, you know, it's upkeep. It's responsibility. It's like having, you know, is, it, a whole is he balding and then of. did he get like, oh, he, was yeah. com- he, was he was completely, he was basically completely bald at the top completely. Yeah. And then he did some billionaire shit and now he's got great hair. 
So I think I think he was one of the original like successful hair plug cases. Like he was he was instrumental <laughs> in, in like hair plug technology. You ever heard of hair plug t- technology? <laughs> Fucking wild shit, dude. They that and Daniel hair. Tosh. You guys know Daniel Tosh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tosh Bueno. Yeah. He was, was he balding? balding as fuck, and then he like did something, and his hair looked like better than it did before. Yeah, hair dude. Plugs, bro. I mean, that just goes to that just goes to prove uh, you're not ugly. You're just poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me yeah. At a certain point. And we'll end it there, boys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, thank you, guys. Uh, no, you go ahead, oh, Mike. I was just going to say thank you, Sergey, for uh, coming on today. We really appreciate having you on and um, you coming and, and giving us such insight into things. Uh, it's been awesome. Cheers. Thank yeah, you. Buddy. A pleasure to be here. Yeah.